Everybody, it is Talkcast 189. My God. And it's Name Your Favorite Doctor Night here on Sci Fi Saturday Night, deep in Area 51 on the sub level 5 alien infirmary. Due to the constant nosebleeds, the elevators have been slowed down, directly adjacent to the virtual fire pit where tonight everything is half off, and next to the little Jimmy Dugan pound puppy puppy pound, I am the dome. Joining the Talkcast tonight are many of the usual suspects in the revered time vortex. Violent soundboard vixen, chief architect of all that is technical, and queen of unstable petroleum byproducts. On her shiny new iMac, it's Kriana. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tonight's Name Your Favorite Doctor Night. Who's your favorite My doctor, favorite darling? Doctor, even though he is most likely a war criminal, is Dr. Beckett from Star Trek Nemesis. A war criminal. <laughs> <Yeah>. Lovely. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. From from the stacks of her personal silent zone in the dank dungeon reading room, cool, calm, and collected, she's got books, robots, and yarn. The woman who spins Zombrarian. I actually remembered to unmute myself. I was just waiting to see if you would yell at me. Yay! <laughs> That's I like didn't. It's row. Okay. <laughs> and who's your favorite doctor, darling? Miracle Max, of course. Ah, have fun storming the castle. He's not a doctor. Is he a doctor? Oh, did he have he a degree? He's a doctor. Uh, I think he's a medicine man. He brings man. people back who are only mostly he's dead. Mostly dead. It's he's cool. a doctor. I'd like to see him set a broken leg, though. In, if you read the book, which I always recommend, if you I've read the, the book, book, it actually draws the parallel directly between Miracle Men and Doctors. Okay. From the Fortnite comics in Manchester, New Hampshire, our lovely ingenue, the woman both red hot, icy cold, a blinding light in a universe of darkness, a lady who knows the meaning of the word undead and the meaning of the word prapel. It's the dead redhead. Hello, darlings. Uh, we've back. missed you, my dear. We've missed you. And I'm that, back. that pony accent as well. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and more and more drunk. Keep that in mind. Uh, and your favorite doctor, my dear. I'm very split between Bones McCoy, who had my heart back when I was a wee child, and Stephen Franklin, who bab from Babylon Five, who also was a speed freak. So you know, I can I can appreciate him on that level. <laughs> Well, of course, and I, I completely understand that, although Dr. Franklin's pretty hot, too. Well, my favorite doctor was, frankly, Dr. Joyce Brothers, who did win the $64,000 question, but that's she a whole thing. She, she had her moments. She had her moments. Our guest tonight, 
star of an untitled web series about a space traveler who can also travel through time. I am pleased as hell. Travis Ritchie, welcome to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Oh, Woo! greetings. Wait, Thank Ellie, you. Travis. You know, you, you can say, yeah, you can say it's Inspector Spacetime, by the way. It is still true that, that, that I am Inspector You Spacetime. are also Inspector Spacetime, but more Even though I played the Inspector in a completely unrelated... A completely um, not not web a web series, you right? Yeah. About, your web series correct, though. <gasps> yes, except there's no N. There's no N. It is simply untitled web series. That is the title. So it's not the untitled web series. I like not... actually got something right for a change. Yes, well done. That well is, done. That's well, a miracle in and of itself. That is delusions of competency at its yeah. finest. Uh, I'm impressed, though. Bra bravo. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Now, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be talking about your Kickstarter, your season two of an untitled web series, blah, 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 and all kinds of other stuff that you've got going on, your Facebook, your YouTube channel, uh, television appearances, uh, opening up uh, used car lots, all that stuff <laughs> the second half of the show. The first half of the show. Those are secret. Those are... Those are money laundering car lots. Oh, no. ah. oh, and I thought ah. it was a good deal from Inspector Space Time. <laughs> yeah, you get a great deal. But <laughs> so we want to start off. call it a steal. What? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to start off the show tonight as we usually do with random stuff that's happened in the past week. But first, happy birthday, Peter Vinton. Woo! Oh, wait, Oh, wait, wait, no, we can't. That's a copyright Who's infringement. Sexily? No. You're oh. <laughs> okay. That is yeah. so not happening. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to, you don't want to know my favorite doctor? Oh, yes, actually, I do. Uh, well, I have I have depending on what you're talking about, I'm in real life, I had a dentist named Dr. Apple who uh, was cool. He he played music and I thought it was awesome that a dentist's name was Apple. But um, uh, not in real life. My favorite has been uh, EMH Mark I uh, for reasons that are apparent to uh, many people who've been following my uh, series. Evil. <laughs> chuckle, chuckle, chortle. Moving. <laughs> and we will talk more about that as time progresses. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because that makes a guest feel real good when they say something in their no, crickets. No, it's, 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 <laughs> no. Way to go. No, it's it's for me. So. You have to understand. Yeah. It's for me. He, he makes I a see. lot of air quotes jokes. Exactly. Moving on. And that's where they would go, Thank right you. there. Exactly. <laughs> so, Mr. Fenton, happy birthday to you. We will see you in Boston in about three weeks at Boston Comic Con, yes. which brings us to. No, it brings us to Dead Redhead with yes. an update on Boston Comic-Con. We had a couple, up, well, we have at least, well, we do actually have a couple updates that Dean O'Gorman and Aiden Turner, otherwise known as Keely and Phoebe from The Hobbit, are going to be at Boston Comic-Con. I'm trying. It's my heritage. Aww. I am Scottish. But. That's cute. <laughs> But if you would like to come and actually meet some real honest to go, well, you know what I mean, hobbits. Um, <laughs> dwarves. They're, they're come on. Dwarves, right? they're, they're, 
It was, uh, that's right. They are dwarves. I apologize. They are dwarves. And they I'm not be- going to be there. I don't know what you're talking about. You get to meet hobbits because I'm not going. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get to meet dwarves. And, and they will be at Boston Comic Con for Saturday and Sunday, August 3rd and 4th, along with Kristen Bauer from True Blood. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Don't forget Holden either one of them. Dead, as well as all kinds of really truly amazing artists and writers who are going to be there, who we've talked about several times. But I just wanted to update that because that's pretty cool that we have actual dwarves from the Hobbit that are going to be there. So. And, and for those of you will be there. who don't know, stop by Tommy Zotos's booth. And tell them the dome sent you. And you will look at you very confused and say, who the hell is that? <laughs> and the more people that do that, the more fun we're going to have. That's all I'm saying. Although you can go to um, to um, Peter Vinton's booth and say you know us. And he might actually, he'll at least smile and say, oh, you know the folks over at Side by Saturday Night. And it won't do any good. But at no, least it won't do any good. And then buy Yes, you should. Because there's some really beautiful stuff there. Absolutely. So, in this week's I Don't Give a Rat's Ass, <laughs> this is where I'm starting, guys. So many I'm starting with, in this week's I Don't Give a Rat's Ass, Orson Scott Card has been upset that people don't like his, his work because he's a racist. He's a bigot. A big. Homophobia isn't technically so, racism. So he can hang out with Alec Baldwin? <laughs> oh, no. oh, sorry. Okay, so there's another person who won't be on the show. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, which is, I guess, a, a magazine, Kriana, they still have magazines. I thought you should what? know that. It's also a fairly robust website. Yes. Are these, like, dead tree magazines? Yeah, yeah, it's a dead tree magazine. Hey, but there's also having website. been featured on Entertainment Weekly, I have to jump to their defense. They're pretty cool people. Well, I, I'm not well, saying no. that they're not. They're, they're, I'm just saying magazines exist. They do. They kind of do, yeah. Not just in not, world. Not in Kriana's yeah. life, however. They uh, are slowly being they're slowly being replaced by digital media, but life, uh, it's, they're still around. Have you okay, have you so never been to a grocery store? I try not to. Oh. <laughs> okay. she lives a yeah, she really doesn't go to the grocery store. <laughs> she, she subsists merely on uh, uh, Soylent Green. No, Can you get me some chicken noodle soup? And she'll like she'll say, "I'll make it if you go to the grocery store and buy it first. Oh, that's right? a deal. This is what I keep saying. Either that or oh there are my. these lovely places that will actually deliver groceries to your door from the internet. That's true. So you, you really That's true. I'm, I'm too cheap to do that. So frugal. I'm frugal is what I am. Well played. Orson Scott Card's quote was, he hopes moviegoers will demonstrate the same tolerance for different ideas that is being demanded of him and go see the movie. I hope he eats dirt, but that's just me. Well, I'll well, I'll see it. I just won't pay for it. 
I think I think I totally agree with you at that point. I have uh, a moral problem because I really do actually love Ender's Game, and mm-hmm. I think it's a great story, and I think it's going to be a great movie. From the pirate bay, I mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> but I hate Orson Scott Card with such a burning, burning passion. Yeah, I. Uh, it really sucks that he's such a good writer. Um, I know. I, Why are assholes talented? No, they're not all talented. Well, so- <laughs> But I know a lot of I know a lot of assholes that have zero talent. <laughs> I, live in Hollywood. Hmm? I I was just restating my question. They're a robot. I was saying why are some assholes talented and then I like their stuff, but then uh, they're let's assholes just say and then the I have leading or tolerance of an intolerant opinion is um what's the word I'm looking for? It's- Redundant. Yeah, I think that. I like my word better. Um, (laughs) Anyway, and you know what? I've seen a couple of places around the interwebs, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want to ruin their life, but if they do get around to reply, that we're saying that a boycott is a very good way to show um, people that they're wrong. You know what? Fuck them. Yeah, it is. At some point, people need to be people need to be held accountable for their opinions and beliefs. If you're going to make that public statement, you're going to have to be willing to take whatever repercussions occur because of it. And in this case, you know what, Tom? You just clarified for me what my problem is. My problem is not that he believes that. My problem is that he has stated it publicly and officially. Exactly. If he hadn't been a douche about it, I wouldn't really care. But he mm-hmm. was a really douche about it. Still kind of care, I think. No, well. But you wouldn't know. Well, you wouldn't know. But if I did there know, we I go. mean, these things tend to come out without a public and official court document called a name. <laughs> okay. Mean, what? Who said that? Queen of butter? What? I think we're beating that oh, rib to death, Priya. She is so funny. She's just a sweet old Southern lady. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and I, I'll, I'll kind of disagree. I don't know that the uh, Ender's Game movie looks like it's going to be good. The trailer kind of looks a little bit, uh, it looks very busy. It looks uh, It looks a little bit noisy. And you know what I'm saying? Like, like they're cr- It looks like they're cramming in special effects like they did in the prequel in the Star Wars prequels and what? um and I'm got to say I'm not terribly fond of uh Harrison Ford's performance in the trailer and it's only in the trailer but sacrilege oh my hope everything Harrison yeah everything gotcha. Harrison Ford has done has been amazing in Well Jones there's Ford. another one on the list <laughs> Really Priyanka, can you stop can we like before you insult every single person who's ever been in the genre. He's really old, guys. Yeah, good, but he's done some incredible uh, yeah, stuff. He's also done some really crappy ev- stuff. Who hasn't? I'm not so. saying that that makes him a bad person or a bad actor. I'm. I'm just. But what you're saying is that we shouldn't automatically give him credit for something that we that I we haven't that seen. I believe that was also yet. what you were saying. That it is, is exactly. <laughs> Thank you. My you be hope 
And I said something similar to this when the very first World War Z trailer came out, and that bit me in the ass. But my hope <laughs> is that oh, I haven't, they're I haven't trying to appeal now. to, like, the 11 to 15-year-old yeah. boy Four. range. That, and that's where the problems with the trailer are. Yes. Right, but Pretty that's going to be where the problems with the entire movie are. Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But, you know, still like the book. Hate yeah. the guy who wrote it. Love I'm the concerned book. that I they haven't... borrow them for free from libraries. about that. I'm yeah, absolutely. That they haven't made a big deal about who's playing Bean. Because Bean is, like, top-tier character. Why? Who's playing him? I have no idea. Well, That's know, the problem. place on the interwebs. Oh, I know, but... I want them to be making a big deal of it for me because I'm lazy. You don't even know because you haven't even what? looked it up, have you? Yeah, and Dean, no. doesn't, Dean doesn't really matter in the first movie. I mean, he's he's in yes. the first book. Which He's's... way is down, Bean? <laughs> All right. All right, let's talk about the assholes. Um, let's talk about another asshole. Or at least I assume he's an asshole. Alan Moore. He's not. No. Sort of not totally not. <laughs> God, Kriana. Kriana, that's enough. I just assume everyone's an asshole. But, uh, okay, he, this is an asshole that I actually kind of like, because I adore League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And and you like a lot of other work uh, that yeah, he's maybe, done, too. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say yes or no to that, because um, I don't know. We also love the League of Ordinary mm. Gentlemen, but that's a completely different show. That's a different show. Show. I, I believe they are our rivals. They are indeed. Anyway, anyway what is, what is the May, in fact, be a different show. Well, they've, huh. got, they've got a pay pilot. Now, the difference between that and a regular pilot is that yeah, okay, Fox, so I was God help go on and say the bad news is it's on Fox, so they'll get about eight episodes <laughs> and then get canceled. Well, no, they may only Just get well, one. Yeah, well, unless his no. uh, J.J. Abrams is directing it, so. No, no, no. They, the point is, they may only get one, but Fox is actually infusing money into this, and therefore, the chances are, like, 80% that will at least see the pilot, unlike Wonder Woman, which we shouldn't have seen in the first place. But no, that's we should all. not have. So, yeah, the chances are, whatever they come up with, we're actually going to see. We may not actually see a series out of it and Fox may show it out of order if we do. By the way, but, <laughs> how fun was that movie? I mean, it wasn't good, but it was freaking fun. No. What? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, don't even get me started fun. on that one. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Thank you. It wasn't even fun? Uh, For one I think I remember thing... it taking me a couple tries to even get through it. Really? So, I'm sorry. You can't take a submarine through the Venice canals. You can if well, it's you can. magic. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. Weirdly, that is not what even got me. I'm 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 more of a stickler for things like story and writing what? and I don't know acting. Oh, man, I can I, I can suspend disbelief for a lot of to, things. Um, to what's her name? Not to Lucy, but um, Mina. Mina. I mean. It, they just totally twisted her character. But Sean Connery. Connery. 
That's not my, in a hot way. My whole <laughs> argument for that movie is, but Sean yeah. Connery. That, that's a pretty good argument. I find it kind of funny. Wait, that's your argument for the movie? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh-huh. Sean, I love Sean Connery, but he he did some of his worst acting ever in that movie. Thank he looked, you. He looked Wait, you see Highlander? Oh, sorry. <laughs> he was amazing. <laughs> he was yeah. In the first Highlander. He was great. <laughs> Sean Connery single handedly saved Highlander because. Can I remind you of the movie Zardoz? <laughs> again, again, I'm not saying that he doesn't do bad work. Everybody does bad work, but just. <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was not one of his good bits. It was particularly bad. It, it was. It was so obviously a paycheck for him, and he looked so bored the whole time. It was almost time. like the Avengers. So let's move on to something happy. Wow. Yeah, the superhero, the Avengers. I mean, when they tried to do Stephen Peel, and he oh. phoned in that performance. Okay, good. Oh, I God, we yeah. Were have some serious disagreement. Yeah, I thought we were going to have a <laughs> Yeah, I'm just about to have an intervention here. <laughs> so who wants to hear some good news? Go, Zambaria. I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited about this. Kriana doesn't know it, but we're going to Florida. Um, because Universal Orlando is building a recreation of the Cabin in the Woods from the movie Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah, Yay! We here, we here in L.A. are, uh, are kind of uh, upset that there doesn't seem to be any plans to bring that to Universal Studios Hollywood. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if it's successful enough, they will, because it's going to we'll be see. basically a haunted house ride. Right. right, but I mean, what's the what's the um, what's the half life of something like that? You know, what I mean, I I like they bought Terminator, three D or whatever here after five years, but Terminator Two was one of the biggest movies of all time, and you know, Cabin in the Woods, how much? I don't know the power does that have. Power of Terror and the Haunted How can they make a sequel? Are you wait 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 back up? Are they making a sequel of a movie Rihanna, where they destroyed that, everything at the end? You threw that line of bullshit out of nowhere. I, no, I, I seriously think this is true. No, I, I think I've Links heard... or it didn't happen, Lee. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. I am so Googling this. Yeah, you're going to have to because I think you pulled it out of your ass. Yeah, I, I mean, I heard a rumor, but I think, it was, I think it was someone saying a rumor, and then, you know, the logic is... They destroyed everything. They, I mean, like part two of Thelma literally Lee's everything. Prequel, yeah. Okay. It, it was a, Which was one of my problems with Captain in the Woods. Ruled out the possibility. Oh, okay. oh yeah. That was everybody pulling it out of their ass then. <laughs> I wanted to uh, happen though. They could do a prequel. I feel Wait, like can I back up a minute? I haven't ruled yeah. out the possibility of a good Knight Rider follow-up. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I haven't ruled out the possibility that rule. everyone underrates the Ghost Rider movies. Oh, you good know Christ. Please don't go. I, have to, I, I haven't ruled out the possibility that this might not have been a good idea for me to come on this show. Brianna, you're really going left out of nowhere for some Rider. reason tonight. I can't help it. How can you love those films? They're atrocious. And that's gonna go in one of our trailers. Seriously, <laughs> 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 you guys, how did you turn my good news into an argument tonight? Wait, wait, wait. wait what are you guys drinking? Guys. Go. 
Wait, what was your good news again? My good news is that we're getting a we're getting a cabin in the woods themed haunted ride. Oh, haunted house type ride, and everybody's like, "Let's talk about Ghost Rider." <laughs> Sorry, never mind. No, well, like, Sorry. On that. I'm... Now I'm Backing sad. Wait, I would like to back up for a second. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't get to finish my Kickstarter. <laughs> Kickstarter. <laughs> So, Priyana's not allowed to talk during this. Yeah, you need to you you need to actually take a drink. <laughs> Am I on timeout? <laughs> yes. Yes, we're putting you on timeout. <laughs> so, Kickstarter is uh, Alan Moore is on Kickstarter. He wrote a series of five short movies. They're directed by Mitch Jenkins. And as I said, there's five of them, and they're Kickstarter. The people who um, pledge to it, if it goes through, they're going to get a, a DVD and a CD of the music to the movie. There's some T-shirts involved. There's all kinds of really cool things that they're sending. You're Even people out. who pledge like $5 are going to get some, um, what do you call those things you put under drinks? Coasters? Like, Yes, coasters. They actually have coasters for the movie that you can get, even if you only give... Well, it's five pounds, which is actually closer to, to $10. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. And there, they have five more days left. And... Oh, they actually did go up. They were only at 38000 when I uh, did this earlier. And they're up to 41000 So they need 4500 more pounds. You guys figure out the... the transitional map dollar ratio yes right but mm. 4500 more dollars um and they have five days left so i'm not quite sure if they're actually going to make it or not so i thought i would put that out there because i know i would like to have the dvd for x because he is a huge alan moore fan so yeah well i hope that the dvds are uh, region free because if they're not he's screwed these are coming out of england um they'll be i'm guessing DVDs. since they're doing even though it's in pounds it's from it's on actual our Kickstarter, and they a big piece of it is when we ship to outside UK. So I would certainly hope that they would take that into well, consideration. You a whole can lot also of... get digital downloads with it too. So either way, you can get a hold of it. Yeah, but if you're going to get X to DVDs, it's bad enough that he has to learn where the on button is. <laughs> if you if you get him a set of PAL DVDs. He will curse you forever. I'm warning you now. <laughs> I will check on that. That's a very good point, Dome. I will check on that. But I do believe, I, I'm a, I'll assume at this point, even though I know you should not assume, I will assume that since they're doing this internationally, they do understand that, well, that there are different regions. Some do, some don't. That's true. Can I just That's cut true. out time out for one second to point out that, that the regions have no bearing on which movie gets a DVD? That's a completely separate issue. Yes, it is true. And the digital ones will be able to watch it on anything. Digital anyway. downloads are digital downloads. Yeah. Yeah, that's no issue at all. In, in other really cool news, uh, because we were talking about Cabin in the Woods, uh, we'll go just kind of Whedon for a little bit. Uh, it, we'll go Whedonite. Uh, Whedonesque. Whedonesque. It's a proper term, yes, okay. Whedonesque. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D debuts in september on abc Woo! and they yeah i i'm sorry but everything i see about this show 
just makes me want to see more of it. And thank you, God, for not putting it on Fox. A, B, C. Obviously, because ABC is Disney and Disney owns Marvel now. Right. So it worked out perfectly. There are five reveals that came out this week on, oddly enough, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, the oh, the, well, now we're friends with Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! The, the dead tree thing still exists. Papers don't pass up. All right. Number one, the plot will talk about how Agent Coulson is resurrected along with the concept that he must never know the truth about his death. So that's going to be an interesting plot that runs through the entire first season. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I'm telling you, it's magical shawarma. (laughs) (laughs) The S.H.I.E.L.D. story on TV will work in tandem with the films, both past and upcoming. So they're just going to they're going to lock into the whole Whedon plan for uh, moving forward, which I think is amazing. This World is a good idea. Where they're bread and butter stuff. Well, and Joss crosses media really well. Yes. I mean, people refer to the Buffy comics as He's season really eight. That's true. Right. <laughs> Cross over. Cross over. There's one other there's one other spoiler that's not really a spoiler and that is while they don't have the effects budget uh Jed Whedon is quoted as saying it won't look like the infamous boat scene in Ringer. Yeah. <laughs> and and you so know I shared the love with Jed on that one. Boy. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, if anything killed off Ringer, it was that pilot episode with the green screen. So bad. Which brings us to the halfway point in the show, at which point we would turn to Dead Redhead and go, um... Are we there? What happened? We are totally there. Okay, but just just a quick update. I cannot find out any images of Joss Whedon cross-dressing. But there is a picture here that looks suspiciously like Illustrator X. I shit you not. What? <laughs> I was... Never mind. <clears throat> Carry on. <laughs> so, Dead Redhead. Bring your present back. You're not going to get it if you keep it up. Since there was no poll because somebody was on vacation last week. It's true. However. Can however. We... Yeah, I'm going to give you two minutes to talk about spock vegas oh my god so (laughs) only x and i would be on vacation and we spent a lovely time in stratford ontario if you know anybody who's a shakespeare fan sending them up to the stratford ontario shakespeare festival because the town of stratford is well x is trying to move there now if that tells you anything and he doesn't move for anything um it's a lovely and I'm completely serious. I'm not being ironic or facetious or anything. It's a lovely, lovely town with uh, Waterloo University is right next to it, which I guess is one of Bill Gates' favorite hangouts. 
So um, anyway, we had this lovely time and then we decided to go to Niagara Falls on the way back because I understand that is what you do. You go to Niagara Falls and neither one of us had been there. And while we were at like, our first day of walking around the falls, out of nowhere, we had no idea. We walked down to the second area right near where the big falls are. And there is a seven foot tall man dressed as Spock with ears, outfit, everything, taking pictures with people. And he calls himself Spock Vegas. And we have the pictures up. He has phasers and everything. We have the pictures up. And he just stands around and he has a little change purse on the side of his, his utility belt. Doesn't even ask you directly for money. Just people would notice it and just start putting money in his the container on his belt and he just stood there for hours getting pictures with people so spock at niagara falls for no apparent reason <laughs> but i mean think of the money this guy probably made just standing there okay <laughs> it's, it's the I, I mean i'm completely serious people were lining up to get their picture their picture taken with him people uh, there were women running up to him and just like i'm next i'm and it, go to the go to our Facebook site. If you haven't liked us already, you should have done so, but you can do it now. I mean, it's right. Can I just say this has been maybe the most interesting five minutes of my life? <laughs> Look at the pictures of this guy. This is after getting to get our, you know, take pictures of Nikolai Tesla, which was very cool in and of itself. I love, I love that. Exactly. See? Me too. You know Me what? Too? If he were at Boston Comic Con, he could totally sign my other picture that, like, I have Nikolai signed. Nikolai Tesla? Yeah, if he were, you know, a zombie or something. First Pop Vegas. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know. Do you not have room on your boobs for uh, more than two signatures? Well, if I've got room on my boobs for more than two six. Brianna, I think you do. I, I may very well. I'm just saying. And the person who asked how much room there is on Brianna's boobs <laughs> is our guest, Travis Ritchie. Travis, Hello. once again, welcome to Sci-Fi Saturday. Woo! Thank you. I really wish you. you'd listen to our show beforehand now. Well, that'll learn me for not doing research. <laughs> you're stuck here for a while uh, travis there's, there's no way to get out of this <laughs> if only there was a like to get off this skype call i don't know how do you do it ah technology you fail me <laughs> so kriana who is our the person who says to me literally every week did you see Community yet? Have you? Yes, I have now. No. No. Not a chance in hell. I'm sorry, not my cup of tea, but your cup of tea. Well, how many episodes did you get into it? Uh, uh, almost all of last season. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh really? You Wait, you didn't start no, at the no, beginning? No, you have to do the beginning because that was way funnier than God, I've seen yeah, the, first season, the first season. The first season is superior. Yeah, I think one, two, and three gets get progressively better, uh, and then you know, four. Many of us agree that it was uh, 
it was like fan fiction. Wasn't really. <laughs> mhm. We're all very optimistic about that. their stride. That's all. There so Kriana told me one day about this wonderful character on Community that was in a show within a show called Inspector Space Time, which was a spoof of Doctor Who. So I started watching those, and I just kind of went, "This is like." Totally demented. Dem I mean, wonderful. Yes, like most of community. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Demented, yes. I mean, you know, for those of us who are my age, it's very fire sign theater esque. Mm -hmm. uh, oh my goodness, that. there's a reference. Uh, uh, I get that. But uh, but it's totally there, and I mean that that whole show within a show. You can sit here in the waiting room or wait here in the sitting room. Uh, you know, it was just <laughs> wonderful. And Travis. That's you. It is. <laughs> what? How did, how did that happen? Uh, it's uh, it was fairly simple Hollywood machinations. I um, you know, I'm an actor and uh, I'm out here doing my thing. And uh, I was I went to one of the things you can do as an actor to promote yourself is go to what are called casting director workshops, where you essentially go and you pay to. Um, uh, meet a casting director with, let's say, 20 other people, and uh, you learn what it's like in their office, and you learn what they're looking for, and and how, you know, those kind of things. You kind of, you just learn what that side of the industry is like. And then you get a chance to essentially read for the casting director, so they can get an idea of whether or not you can act or not. And uh, on, from their point of view, it gives them an opportunity to see uh, people that are, that they wouldn't normally get to see, like, if they're not otherwise on shows that they're watching or um, those kind of things. So I went to one and uh, I happened to meet the guy who had just taken over the uh, casting uh, of community for season three. They changed casting offices in the middle uh, between seasons two and three. And I, uh, and he, they had this thing and they it didn't even go on the breakdowns, the, uh, the inspector space time bits and also the, um, the down, uh, the Cougarton Abbey was the other show within a show that they had, <laughs> which, yeah, the British sitcom that inspired Cougartown. And, um, and so I actually auditioned for both of those characters and the, the casting director, his name is Josh Einstone, uh, just called me in. He, they didn't even, you know, we didn't even have to submit. He just, he had just met me. So he called me in and, um, and I told him, I said, uh, you know, this is, this is awesome. I really am excited about this one line inspector space time thing. Um, more than I am the you know two scene uh, Cougarton Abbey thing. Um, yet they cast me as the Cougarton Abbey guy first, uh, and then I guess something happened where they um, the guy who they had as Inspector Space Time, which I think was going to be like a friend of the producer, uh, had, couldn't do it, and so they called me up and said, "Would you like to switch to Inspector Space Time?" And I'm like, "Yes, please." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, and I think it was because I, you know, reading the script, as an actor, you read everything in the script, not just your lines. And so I saw that Abed says this is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I kind of had a suspicion that they would bring uh, the character back for another episode, just like you see more than you see more of Kick Puncher than just one episode or one, you know, one clip. Um, and so I thought they might do the same thing for me. And uh, they did. So that's how it started. Thank you. How much? Yeah, it was so much did fun. You, did you have in in the uh, the script for the the original Inspector Space Time bit that was on the show? How much input? Yeah, did you None. have any at all? Oh, None. No, no. I mean, I, 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 and in that context, I was just an actor. Okay. 
And when it was done, mm -hmm. you had this character. Well, I mean, and that's kind of a complicated thing because it's 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 not you know I I was I had huh. generally when you're hired to play a character you 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 play that character and then you leave like I do a I have a recurring thing on um, on Pretty Little Liars too and um, and that's you know something I do when I'm called in to do that show mm -hmm. but for Inspector Space Time I kind of saw the potential for this thing and I and I knew that. Community was the type of show that did supplemental content, and uh, and NBC had a history of that too, with like the um, the Heroes web series and the mm. Office web series. And I thought w this would be perfect for either a web series because I knew that it wouldn't be great. You don't want to spend too much time watching it on Community because people get tired of it. But you do is you create something separate, something other that they can uh, people who are interested have that thing. And so you know, doing it for the web or I thought maybe a bonus episode for of Inspector Space Time for the DVD or something would be cool. So when I was done shooting that first episode, I uh, on the way home literally, I called my writing partner, and we've been doing web series together for years at that point. And I called him and said we should write a, a Inspector Space Time web series, um, just in case I get on the show another time, and then I can talk to somebody about it, and you know we can have the script to to pitch. And so we did that, and we wrote a um, we wrote a six part series that was supposed to be. It, it, we wrote it so that it could be a sitcom length episode and also a six part web series because we didn't know which they would prefer. And um, it just happened that we you know we kind of pitched that and got told you can't really pitch stuff like that in person, so it had to be you know through proper channels. So we tried pitching through proper channels and just got no word back one way or the other. And in the meantime the first episode of that season aired and fans went crazy for inspector space time. And, uh, I mean the internet and within a, within a couple of weeks, fans had created an entire history of this 50 year old show that never existed. <laughs> so, uh, it's yeah, one of those things that just kind of happens every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've given a lot of thought to how that happened and why, and, uh, it's fairly incredible. Uh, but the, in the meantime, fans were out there creating merchandise and, you know, iPhone cases and posters and T-shirts and making money off of Inspector Space Time. And the studio, the network, uh, wasn't doing anything with it to promote it at all. And fans were out there, like, you know, literally, you know, shut up and take my money, um, asking for content and merchandise. And uh, so finally, when uh, Gallifrey One came around, which is, uh, I don't know if you're familiar, the world's largest fan-run Doctor Who convention, mm -hmm. I had a panel there uh, in, uh, this was a year and a half ago now, and we wanted to do something special. So we thought, okay, well, let's do a reading of the first part of this web series we wrote for the panel. And we did, and uh, we had planned on the idea of uh, kickstarting it, you know, and just saying, hey, you know, let's have fans fund it. If they want to, uh, if they want it badly enough to to help fund it, then we'll know it's worth doing, and we won't make any money off of it. We just want to do it because it's worth doing. And uh, at that panel, after that panel, it kind of exploded on the internet again. You know, there's going to be an Inspector Space Time web series, and so we launched the Kickstarter, and it was successful. And um, and the rest is and, and recent then history. The network found out, and then. <laughs> Oh, well, there was, yeah, there was a glitch where, uh, so we, we were trying to do the Inspector Space Time web series. We didn't think it'd be a problem. And in fact, everything in the script was completely original, except for the title, which technically you can't copyright. Uh, and they didn't have a, they didn't have a trademark on it at the time. Uh, cause I did plan, I did a lot of research going into this. 
And then there was the uh, uh, the look of the character, which is the bowler hat and trench coat, which also you can't copyright because it's you know it's stuff that appears in everyday life. But uh, yeah, about halfway through fundraising, when it was clear we were going to reach our goal, I got a call from a Sony lawyer, um, actually an email forwarded to me from my agent, um, to which I wrote an email that you can find on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash untitled web series. And, um, I, and she called me immediately back and said, basically, you have to shut this whole thing down. And I kind of was like, no, no, I don't, because you know everything in the script is original except for these two things. And, um, you know, I, I think, look, people are giving us money, guys. You guys, you know, you should be on board with this. You should be helping me. Um, you should be making this yeah, yourself, no actually. And, and, yeah, and so I said, you know, um, if, if you guys don't want to do this thing and, and you don't want me to do it, that's fine. I, will, you know, I don't want to fight with my favorite show because um, you know, I loved Community before I ever got a chance to audition for it. And, uh, and I said, but I'll change the title and the look of the main character, um, and then we'll be, we'll be good. Um, but you have to know that if I do those things, I'm going to have to tell all these people that are you know, pledging us money why I'm doing it. And you know they're not going to be mad at me, And then the Sony. internet blew up. <laughs> it did again. Yeah, we got a whole new wave of press uh, after we had to make the name change. And uh, you know, people uh, basically were increasing their pledges in order to uh, kind of, I don't know, in solidarity with the little guy, I guess. Nice. Um, uh, but the good news is now we own it. Now it's an, you know it's completely ours, and we can do whatever we want to. So now we're uh, making season two, and uh, we have a uh, a radio show in the works, and we have a uh, graphic novel in the works. And and, and the um, beauty of it is the title actually is. Untitled series about a space traveler who can also travel wait, through time. Wait, wait, wait. Other way around. No, that's right. You have a radio show in the works? That's so cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's going to be, the idea is, is that, so we, uh, like, fans were out there writing scripts for Inspector Space Time, a show that never existed. And, I mean, and really it was just a, uh, people are out there with all this creativity and all this talent with no real outlet for it, so... This Inspector Spacetime character sparked that in people, and what I want to do is give people the opportunity to have that outlet. So nice. Um, the first, uh, the first one, uh, the kind of the test pilot episode of this radio show will be a fan written script. Um, we will have uh, some sort of contest to choose uh, which script we produce, and we will pay the author of the script a few hundred dollars for their script, and they'll produce it with the actual actors from the show. And uh, and with you know like high end uh, uh, audio design and all that, and then we'll put it out on the web. And if people want it, um, uh, then it, and it, and if it you know if it's self sustainable, okay, we will make so more and and keep using this fancy scripts. So awesome, I can't even. I don't even know what to say. Like, uh, and thanks. if we haven't already offended you too much, when before that comes out, I really want you to come back. No, oh, okay. Would that be true? Well, well, it's uh, sure that'd be that'd be an interesting thing. We now the, it's important to note that the that is part of our current um, Kickstarter. We also are are doing a Kickstarter, not just Alan Moore. Um, <laughs> and uh, and our stretch goal, I think our first stretch goal is that radio show where like our budget for season two is uh, one hundred twenty five thousand. Uh, which is a lot. It sounds like a lot, but it's actually not for uh, the amount of content that we're trying to do. We're doing uh, an hour's worth of content, and um, 
but our stretch goal, if we reach 200,000, I don't know, just on the off chance, then every single donor, even people who donate only a dollar, are going to get that radio show. So that first, speaking that of first shut episode. up and take my money. You shut up and take my money. Yeah. There you go. Actually, yeah. you you just got probably about fifty bucks from this podcast. Well, actually, sure. Like well, between the three of us, so. Okie dokie. Well, they uh, the, all those levels include. I mean, obviously, we have other presents uh, to give away, like with with donors. And uh, the thing that I'm most excited about, like you guys just saw the trailer uh, that we released on Saturday, uh, which Robert makes Picardo. the point about Robert Picardo. Yes, yes. go ahead. He yes. is joining us for season two, and. And we have a couple other really good guest stars lined up that we have yet to announce. But um, uh, the at the hundred dollar level, for example, not only do you get a, like a signed script and a, a signed uh, eight and a half by eleven of the inspector and and all the downloads and all the digital stuff and the soundtrack and all that, but you also get a uh, a signed cast photo, which will be signed by not only us in the regular cast but also our guest stars. So Robert and the other guest stars that are coming on board. So. That hundred dollar level is, I think, a really amazing. So, so logistical question, oh. Ned Redhead. Yeah. First of all, what's yeah. the date of Boston Comic Con again? It's the first weekend of August, I believe. It's the sixth. Is it the? I will tell you in two seconds. Actually, hold on. <laughs> the third and fourth. Oh, oh third and fourth. Thank you. That is it. Because this Kickstarter ends on August well, that's... second, and I was gonna say, you know what we should do, guys. Yeah. You know, you know I'm bringing yeah, an iPad. Yeah, we were at Boston. And you know we could yeah. have Inspector Space Time just playing on it the whole time. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we've got, I mean, we've we've uh, incorporated a couple of conventions coming up. So we've got Comic-Con next week, and then uh, VidCon is coming up. And we wanted to catch the, the, the leading edge of VidCon before the end of the uh, campaign. The yeah. problem is we need to really wrap it up and hopefully get our funding so that we can produce in time to roll out this year. Um, is our goal, so we didn't want to wow, push that's it too far. Actually, really ambitious, isn't it? It is. Uh, I think so. Incredibly. <laughs> and and uh, for anybody listening, we are behind <laughs> currently, so we really need to uh, we really need to get the word out. Uh, you know, tweeting out to celebs. You know, uh, one of the things <laughs> I was thinking people should do is uh, like uh, like Dan Harmon. It'd be great if if people tweeted him and said. This is what fans are doing to with Inspector Space Time. Spread the word. Stuff like that. I don't you know. You know what you need is a little wait, wait. It's a tweet tweet Twitter handle at Dan Harmon. Yes it is. Okay. At Somebody's at, doing it right now. There, there's right. A, for those of you who aren't good with technology, you go to the Kickstarter page of which we will have a link on the show page. Mm. There's a little tweety button under the initial video. And what you do is you click the little Tweety button, you type at Dan Harmon space right before whatever's in there, and then you click tweet. Yeah, or or send him a link to the trailer, you know, which is, I, I think the trailer is kind of kick-ass. Actually, so. it kind of really is. <laughs> I would remove the kind of, and I would oh, say the trailer is really kick-ass. What's that? The trailer is really kick-ass. You can yeah. move off kind of. Yeah, we well one of the things uh, uh, we changed directors between season one and two because um, uh, well a the director of season one is uh, Vincent Talenti who uh, just finished up the um, the uh, Portal web series the um, the one that takes so place I know in the lab. That name. 
And he also, uh, they're just premiering um, the new uh, Fallout Nuka Break web series on Machinima, which he directs. So he wasn't really available. But then also Nicholas Acosta, who is taking over for season two, is incredible. He's got this really great uh, eye, and, uh, and he's, got a, he's got an eye towards energy and action, which we wanted to have a little more of that in season two because we're going bigger. So, um, so hopefully, uh, yeah, uh, you look him up. There's links to, to, on, on the Kickstarter page. We have information about him and links to his other projects. You'll be surprised. He did Battle of Hogwarts, and he did the, uh, uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey fan film. <laughs> sorry you should watch it just click on those links because uh, he is incredible but, yeah. but I think you will yeah probably it's, it's, it's amazing it's no, amazing it's awesome. and of course I can now see everyone yeah. who's funded that yeah <laughs> you have little bots there oh, oh yay yay well since we've been talking I see uh, Noel and Les Rosenthal and then Tracy Bellinger <laughs> Uh, thank you. I don't know if those are your fans, but thank you, guys. Oh. Hey. Well, thank you. Reveal their secret identity from here. It's happening. Uh-oh. I won't say which ones you are, though. I'm Tracy. It's not true. And I'm Noel, but that's okay. Dome is Noel. Well, the other the other thing for people who aren't familiar with Kickstarter is that you uh, you can pledge now, and it doesn't charge anybody unless we get all of our unless we reach our goal uh, at the end of our campaign. So if uh, it ends on the second of uh, August, August, you no one gets charged until the second of August. So you can pledge now, even if you don't. You know. Dude, that's like it two paydays. Yeah. So if you and so if you pledge five bucks now, I mean, and everybody, I, I always give five bucks to my friends. No matter what, but uh. are we friends now? Is that what's going on? That's totally well, no. Like, I'm saying, like, hey, you are, know, are, my friends post on friends. Facebook. Maybe I'll give you more money in a couple of days. Oh yeah, we're besties. I said that we earlier. We pay for friends here at <laughs> Sci-Fi Saturday Night. I think what we should probably do is uh, embed the season two trailer in there into uh, our website so that they can actually look at that. Yeah, please spread the word. And there's a link in the trailer. Uh, that's great because the, there's a there's a you know annotation in there that goes to the Kickstarter. Yeah, so. absolutely. So Travis, here's the deal. Yeah. Here's what we want. All right. We want you back. All right. What? Yeah, what? Stop it. Just my back though, not my front. I'm gonna roll tonight. Because I'm putting you back in the timeout corner oh. in a minute. I'm just having so much fun. When when season two is funded, Far. and it's gonna get funded. Okay. We want I love your optimism. Oh, totally not optimistic. It's too cool not to be funded. It's that I know, simple. right? Absolutely. Once it's funded, uh, maybe we can have like a, a cast session with a, a couple of the cast members and yourself. Talk about the season. Talk about where you're going with it. Talk about some of the surprise guests that are going to be on that you can't talk about I now. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, yeah. Well, I would love to do all of that. Um, we are. Uh, there's going to be a slower turnaround between funding and production uh, for this one, just because I want to give my crew a lot. Uh, you know, we want to give them a lot of prep time. Um, you know, season one was actually a, a rushed job. No. I mean, I think our it turned out. Yeah. Well, it. I think it exceeded expectations, but still, there are. You know, yeah. Oops. 
Anyway, we have the uh, highest expectations in Austin. It's going to be amazing. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. We've got some good announcements coming up that I think will uh, help propel us uh, over the top there. So, um, And if you keep us appraised of them, we will talk not. about them. Or appraised, oh, actually. Brilliant. Well, uh, we do have a uh, newsletter. Uh, in addition, I mean, if you don't want to keep an eye on Facebook all the time, we have a newsletter that we uh, that we roll out, and that's an easy way to uh, keep track of um, things that are going on. You can either well, you can find a link to that either on the um, uh, on the on our main website, which is just uh, theinspector.tv, or I just posted the latest newsletter on the Facebook page. And you can click that link and click subscribe, and then you'll always get the latest so news. We will have awesome. To all of these things in the show page. Oh my God! This will link plastic. Linkapalooza, but yes. Woo! My goodness. And I'm Travis, I, I am taking the the acquiescence on your part as a signed contract that you're coming back to us. That is so Alrighty. <clears throat> Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. So Kriana, talk to us for a few minutes about. The incredible lineup of guests we have coming up in the next oh, month. Yes, because now we have an awesome coming up calendar. So next week on July 20th, we have Jay Spence, the writer and director of You're Dead. On the 27th, we have Christine Hassel from Geek Girl Con. Yeah, can't wait for that one. On August 3rd, we have PJ Harsma, author of the Softwire series of books and creator of the Ring of Orbis online game. Also co-founder of Kids Need to Read, one of our favorite charities. On August 10th, we have PJ Snyder. We have two PJs in a row. We I know. Say, we should get PJ like, Souls like in there, too. PJ we can have or, or we could anyway, do it, not PJ PJs. Snyder, author of the Ministry Initiative, a steampunk Kickstarter. On August 17th, we have Brockton McKinney, writer and Larkin Ford artist of M Theory, which is seriously cool. And on August 24th, we have Michael J. Sullivan, author of epic fantasy best known for the rear yes. return. Turning and author. on the 31st, we have Jason Chen coming to talk about his website, storybundle.com. Which I have just purchased their latest bundle from, and it's really cool. Dead Redhead. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of Boston Comic-Con. GraniteCon and ComicArtHouse.com. Visit ComicArtHouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your and our favorite artists. Tonight's outro music is provided by the Traffic Lights. Please pick up their CD, Hold a Folk, at RobWattsOnline.com. Dome? Our guest tonight has been Inspector Spacetime Travis Ritchie. Travis, it's been great. Oh, Thanks it's been so much so fun. Much. Thanks, guys. I've had a fun time. From the Revere Time Vortex, the sweetheart of the soundboard, Kriana and Grammar Girl Zombrarian. Ladies, thank you so much. Yay! Doctor-themed episode! Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> From the Four Color Vault of Comics, thank you, Dead Redhead. Spock Vegas. Viva Spock Vegas. This is Dome saying, Genie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy is increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everybody. <laughs>